0: welcome to another episode of where did all my friends go a podcast about life in the music industry today we got a nice little chat it was a nice chat went was a nice chat and you know what i'm actually excited about with this chat bear what's that That for the first time i think in the in the podcast i went off the rails at the (laughs) end there (laughs) at the end there i kept coming up with new stories and uh you know i, I like mean that. i
1: just got to be here for the ride dude
0: yeah and, it's weird I, no, I you again. go off the rails it's never me
1: oh, it's 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 too frequent it's it's often and as all of our listeners can can attest i need to shut the fuck up
0: <laughs> no 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 the if you were to shut the fuck up the i mean could you imagine listening to a podcast with like no talking it's just silence i mean it could be really like just That's like, like the next
1: level of ASMR, where you're just hearing nothing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like you're listening to like blank, like just dead, just dead air, and it's like could be really soothing, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, it give give somebody who wants to do that uh, dead air podcast some listens, give them some streams. <laughs> yep. Let's start it. Let's,
1: <laughs> let's start let's it. Get into
0: it. uh But before we do that, we had a special guest, Amanda from disorderly clothing Mm -hmm. let's go see what she's got to say
1: welcome back to another episode of where did all my friends go a podcast about life in the music industry and today pat we have a very special guest with us you want to introduce the guest
0: yeah, sure. We got Amanda from Disorderly Clothing. Say hi, Amanda. Hello. Hey. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Everybody clap. Round of applause. Yeah. yeah. Everybody
0: yes, out we, there in radio. We always have the, the high, claps. So. Yeah. Yeah. Or or, or, or fuck
2: you. They
1: yeah.
0: we don't yes.
2: we don't know.
0: We don't know, but we know. appreciate whatever you bring into the table. We really do. <laughs> like there's probably somebody out there at 6 a.m. just going, oh. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs>
2: That's Is what we got.
0: <laughs> yeah, because they're, you know, they're driving on their way to work. Mm -hmm. there's nothing happy at 6 a.m
1: it's like
2: that's true the
1: last thing you want to hear at 6 a.m are like three very hyper people
2: (laughs) i know (laughs) just just, just, hey everybody
1: how's it going? dude you just like shut the fuck up for a second my car's too cold right now
0: turn it down one
2: one sip of coffee hasn't even hit the system yet can't do it
0: (laughs) i feel that feel that Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah it's cold out there right out in mass uh
2: it was okay i'm gonna sound like a real new englander when i say this but mm. it is fairly warm today it was like 43 no so, see that's
0: uh, 43 uh, sounds pretty warm. incredible we're in the yeah. midwest you know so yes yes you guys- so i mean
2: it was very cold over the past like week i think yesterday the wind chill was like negative 25 so it mm-hmm. was very cold
0: yeah yeah like, i mean that's just that's about right that sounds just like duluth january yep that's yeah just, yep. that's an every day <laughs> It just sounds- like oh, today, today I was really excited. I was like, "Gosh, heat wave! It's like 15 degrees, I think."
2: Yeah, That's it's so beautiful. weird. Yeah, 43. I was like, "Man, it's hot outside."
0: Oh, 43! I would be sweat, yeah. t-shirt, knit,
2: shorts. Oh, oh yep. yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shorts, shorts, and boots—stereotypical like Minnesotan, right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I uh, shorts, boots, and to a Starbucks.
2: sweater. Yes. I went to Starbucks first thing this morning and I walked out and my husband was like, seriously? I was wearing sweats, a t-shirt, and a pair of Crocs with no socks. And there's there snow on the ground. He was just looking at me like, there is something wrong with you. <laughs> I didn't care.
1: Well, you'd fit perfectly up in the Midwest. With that said, Amanda, <laughs> you were with Disorderly Clothing. You started yes. Disorderly Clothing in 2020 to not only support yep. music, but mental health. What yes. made you want to start a clothing brand just in general, but also around that idea?
2: So I've always had the passion to have some sort of small business, A, and B, always wanting to do clothing. But I'm a very, I'm the type of person that there always has to be a meaning or a purpose behind what I'm doing, or I won't be motivated. And um, I've always struggled with my mental health from the age of like, Right old 16. Uh, trigger warning, I overdosed on drugs um, when I was 16 years old by hanging out with the wrong crowd. Mm. And um, after that, I was diagnosed with panic disorder, uh, PTSD, and anxiety. Um, and it just gravely affected essentially every aspect of my life. Right. Um, and so when 2020 came around, I got laid off of work. Um, and I just seemed like I've always been very passionate about helping people and being very empathetic and talking about mental health and it never being some sort of taboo subject for myself or my husband. Um, but when 2020 came around, COVID like really hit hard. Yes. Um, yeah. It just, it just, it, mental health became a huge freaking topic mm-hmm. suddenly because everybody all of a sudden had to kind of sit with themselves in this like isolation. And so, you know, social media was the only outreach a lot of people had. And so mental health became more of a topic. And I realized how taboo it really still is and how mm-hmm. many people that we know and care about struggle so gravely with it. So I was like, I've always wanted a clothing line. Every mental health is just something I've always been passionate about. So we put the two together um, and launched our first design, which was a shirt that says it's all too much.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: then, shortly after, came the idea of having bands. Uh, be incorporated with our brand because a lot of our very close friends are in some very established bands mm-hmm. and metal has always been metal and all sub genres have right, always yeah. been mm-hmm. one of the most vulnerable types of music that there is out there as far as speaking on taboo subjects or just being vulnerable and speaking truths about mental health and the darkness that comes with it. Um, and knowing so many bands uh, personally, and how much their music had helped us. Um, and that genre in general just being a very, um, I'd say the metal community is more like a family yep. more than anything. It's very small. 100%. Yeah. So, like, I just feel like everybody supports one another. There's so it's not really drama. But there is that still that aspect of, like, they're not being support for mental health and so forth inside of it. Mm-hmm. so being that we were already so intertwined uh we decided to start endorsing bands to get more of um, a family unit in the metal scene and um be able to outreach some more and like provide some like help with mental health yeah.
1: which i mean out of all the music scenes uh that i mean i guess from my own experience i can't speak for everything or everyone but metal and like you said subgenres of metal even down to pop punk Yep. Are some of the biggest advocates for things like mental health,
0: right? Absolutely. And,
1: like you, you know, <laughs> I used to think uh, going to metal shows that these are the biggest, baddest motherfuckers out there, and then like they get off yep. stage and they're the sweetest fucking people, and you're yes. just it just blows you away. And on top of that, though, uh, I want to bring it back to that idea of COVID kind of forcing this spotlight to be shown on mental health. Yeah. I dude, I fucking watched something the other day. Oh, we losing, yeah. With this, and I didn't agree with it fully, but I'll get it. Well, how about now? You're back. You're back. I'm baby. Back. You're back. Okay. <laughs> I was watching something the other day, and I don't agree with it fully, but I'll get to it. But the guy said, "Um, COVID has finally made, and I'm using air quotes, normal people slightly understand what it's like to live with depression every day."
2: Yeah. The only, I, reason,
1: I the only reason I don't subscribe to that fully is because we never know what anybody is ever going through at any True. given time.
2: Right. Especially you right.
1: Know, who's who's quote unquote normal. Normal. Right? Yeah. But the idea behind the fact that people who actually haven't He's gone. Know, gone through depression, but i not stuck <laughs> with chronic depression. <laughs> This
2: right, is it, awful
0: because I can hear you guys every time I leave. I know, I know. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. But it, it, when you disappear, I try to, you know, we
2: piece break the, the words silence together. Yeah, yeah. try to <laughs> break, break the, the silence. silence. <laughs>
0: but I, I definitely like. I agree. I agree as well, though, because with you know, it's it was a really difficult time. Like you had to, if you were alone, you were supposed to be alone. If yeah. you had a family, that is who you got to be with. And, mm-hmm. you know, so like, especially those first six months of COVID, it was yeah. a real data life changer, just life changer right. in general. And yeah, it was easy to get sad. It was easy to get depressed in the, mo- in the monotony and not only that of, of um, you know, if you had kids... Well now you also have to be their teacher. And now you yes. Had, you yes. Know, it was it, it, it was it a was, lot. It was an exceptional amount. Um an almost impossible amount.
2: Right. Yeah. And I mean, even just outside of the depression topic from that quote that you're talking about, um, I mean normal quote unquote people having to now experience anxiety in the mm-hmm. sense that there was so much uncertainty as to when things were going to get better if things were going to get better then you know people started experiencing health anxiety because Mm -hmm. now they're like every single little symptom having to overthink and wonder how do I protect my family there's just so many like levels to what people had to start experiencing and speaking about and reaching out for and so forth so yeah I mean it was far outside just depression but i totally agree
0: absolutely absolutely so and one of the, one of the things that i'm gonna actually switch up just a little bit here um because you, you were talking about uh you you wanted to start working with bands and things like that yeah um and so one of the things i noticed is like you have a you have a pretty good sized roster currently of bands yes. that you adore endorse and and from what i've checked out they are mostly hardcore metal or you know any anything like that do yes. you is it your goal to only work with artists in that genre genre, or do you have plans on branching out to other genres or
2: i think it'll (laughs) only be the genre of metal and all sub genres so that could be from post hardcore to hardcore to pop punk to you know anything in that that spectrum of i guess i hope that makes sense metal and alt, alt music and all sub genres in there but i don't think um we would want any other and just for the simple fact that while i appreciate all music and i listen to all types of music i just don't think anything highlights mental health and like yes. true raw emotion and mm-hmm. and the thing about us is our brand There's so many mental health brands out there that put like a picture of a kitten and farting rainbows and saying, I have depression, but everything's (laughs) fine. And they paint it as this really pretty picture, which for us, um, we're doing the opposite. We're putting some kind of dark artwork out there um, that has a lot of all of our artwork has a lot of deep rooted, like sentimental meaning behind it, as does all music right so it's just us wanting to stay true to the fact that not that we're promoting anxiety or depression or anything of that sort but we are trying to stay realistic to what mental health is yeah. and I right. feel like if we step too far outside of that genre musically then it kind of goes against what yeah. we're trying to do and, and there's nothing
1: there's nothing wrong or I should say inherently wrong with you know, making light of something, especially if that's, that's a coping, it's a coping for a lot of people, Mm -hmm. but the reality of it is you're right. It's not pretty. It's dark. You know, (laughs) there's, there's this, this joke that's it's a dark joke, but I'm sitting here like, there's so much truth to it where it's like, man, sometimes I don't care about COVID because I didn't think I was going to make it past 23.
2: Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. I have, I
1: don't, whatever, if I'm supposed to go, I'm supposed to go. Yeah. And that's a horrible, like thought, but at the same time, millions of people have thought the very same thing. You know, yeah. you can just, Hey, I fuck, what am I supposed to do in my thirties? I didn't get my shit together. Cause I didn't think I'd be here this long. And, oh, yep. and it's like, Oh, the fucking reality behind that is yeah, so scary. And then even back to, um, you know, uh,
2: break the silence break the, the silence <laughs>
1: you, you did it you got it <laughs> go team <laughs> go team um i will get this internet thing figured out eventually but yes. uh until I, then, I have, have faith, faith in you um bringing the mental health awareness into the public eye has been a battle yeah. and there's there's this isn't spending like shooting any shade towards this artist. But Logic released a song that was literally just mm. called The Suicide Hotline, right? Or like yep. whatever the, the number was. And I'm happy that he did that. I'm a, like, it was really cool because it was able to bring shit to people who listen to, you know, Z104 or the pop yep. stations or whatever. But at the same time, and I don't know if this is right of me to feel this way, but at the same time, I was like, dude, metal has been doing this shit for years yeah. and has gotten zero recognition and the lyrics are so much deeper and so the content deeper. and the content is just so much more real. Yeah. And I'm not not dissing logic. What he did was fucking awesome. Yeah. Super proud of that. That's cool as hell. But I'm sitting here yes. like, have you listened to the Amity Affliction? Oh my like, god. Have it, you like
2: that's the number one goal of Disorderly had a goal on a band that we can reach. It's Amity Affliction. Absolutely. They are our inspiration for like wanting bands. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: And it just like don't lean on me because I am falling. Please don't fall with me. Like, yep. I meanwhile, you know, versus, and again, no shade, but versus I don't want to be alive. It's like, yeah. okay, both are good, but like if you're talking to someone who's like genuinely depressed, yeah, they, they already don't want to be alive. Okay? They don't and, and the thing that is already there.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I agree fully because what, what you're saying is kind of what our our belief and our standpoint is, yes. It is dark what we do. We're not promoting any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. We are having uncomfortable conversations and breaking stigmas and all talk about mental health, whether it be positive or dark, whether it be, you know, dark humor or just like uplifting quotes and so, so forth. That's all good because it's positive. And like you said, everybody has different coping mechanisms, but it's just like telling somebody who's struggling, like, it'll be okay. You're going to be fine. You'll move past it. That doesn't help them in the moment. Right. sometimes we have to face the darkness to be able to find some light because yep. if we just sugarcoat it and paint over it and pretend everything's you know peaches and cream then we're going to end up doing more damage than good it's there's a thing called um toxic positivity and mm. that's exactly what it is
0: wow well and it, like i've worked in the you know before like starting this full time i spent most of my adult life working in the mental health field i worked in a in a group home for gosh, like 13 years or something like that. And well. and it's just a completely uh like just mental health it still is is pretty misunderstood um and uh but especially the entire time I did that it's completely misunderstood and we've never and, and until honestly until the pandemic hit we never really saw clearly how much it was misunderstood until we saw all the police brutality from yep. that. Um, oh, I mean,
2: you to cut you off, but I mean the fact that police brutality, black lives matter, uh the the politics at the time, everything on top of covid. Too much.
0: Yeah, and we just it wasn't until like covid hit until we even started to really as a as a collective um world yeah. see this so clearly yes um so yeah it's a wild it, yeah. time
1: it's 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 crazy and for anybody out there listening and if Pat Pat if I uh if I cut out here take it okay but if anybody out there is listening that that needs help or is in a place that um you don't want to be or you're uncomfortable or you're alone um, And maybe even uh, your people have missed the signs or the signals. We're going to ask you to do one thing, and that's to take one extra step. Reach out to us. Reach out to somebody. Um, okay. We're going to post links in, in this episode. Um, but Pat and I are always here. Amanda mm-hmm. from Disorderly Clothing is always here. Mental health mm-hmm. awareness is so important because we – We've, we've all fucking been there, especially people in the music industry, especially you are not alone. You have value. You are loved and you're worth it. Reach out, take one extra step. That's all we ask. And with that, let's get back. Let's get back into the the meat of disorderly clothing. All right. (laughs) All right. So when working with social media, which do you feel you like, uh, which do you feel like you find the most success with and why?
2: Uh, as far as which platform? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I might be a little biased here and I might have some rude comments. Would as you far, say MySpace? Social media you win. pisses me off. Listen,
0: <laughs> if MySpace
2: was still the platform, I'd be oh. such a happy camper. Oh my yeah. God.
0: Oh, me gold, too.
2: Gold is a golden child of social media. We,
0: I, so, I agree. I
2: agree. 100%. It was so customizable. People actually got to see your aesthetic. You could put music on it, it was just so perfect.
0: Yeah, and oh. it, you actually learned how to do like coding. the most basic of coding because yep. of MySpace. Like you're just like, oh shit. We were oh.
2: dedicated. Yeah. Oh yeah. We, yeah. Like <laughs> if you wanted it you had to put in that effort. If you wanted a cool page, better figure it out, Miss IT. <laughs> but uh yeah, so I'd say Instagram um Facebook we have actually more of a reach, but in mm. my opinion that's burning out. Nobody so, wants to be on 100%. Facebook anymore. Um I mean we can get a 100 plus likes on the post on Instagram and on Facebook our reach will be like it reached 5000 people but it had 10 reactions so there's no in- engagement. Mm-hmm. Um so I'd say Instagram for sure doing reels, doing lives, doing um having quality content to post. Um I'd say next to that would be TikTok. Right. Yep. I've yep. had quite a few videos go viral with like 21k plus views and it definitely did you know, drive some traffic over to us. Um, but Instagram remains my favorite because TikTok is honestly just a uh, competition of who's the hottest, in my opinion. So if you're not like aesthetically pleasing to everybody, then you're probably not going to get very far.
1: Oh, man. Why, why did you why did you have to dig at me so, so it's hard? It's
2: not a dig at you, <laughs> yeah, it's dig right. at me too. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, that's like, why I've been uh, stuck oh, at the same number
0: for God, so long. Oh,
2: man. It's oh. unfortunate. <laughs> it's so true though. You either have to be doing all the trends that everybody else is doing for your for that sound to take off, for people to want to see it, because that's what's getting viewed the most, or some sort of silly trend. Um, and when you're trying to only focus on, like, your business solely, it's just a little tricky for them, for anybody to just, like, be able to watch it and it get consistently viewed.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. I can and understand I, that. Yeah. And you're also competing with everybody who's trying to make the next gold rush, you know, like that's, oh, what, yeah. that's always what I see. TikTok at, is um anybody can try to do anything and try to make it go viral. And yep. there's truth. It, like, there's a lot of truth to that, but like, just like with winning the lottery, it's probably not going to happen
0: to you.
2: Probably not. You Unfortunately. Know, you know I mean? Yeah.
0: But you never yep. know if you don't try, you never know if you don't try. This is
2: true. It's still worth <laughs> trying. Definitely. We still oh, yeah. have a TikTok. But,
0: like, oh yeah. Oh yeah,
1: oh, yeah. It's Agreed. just it's just that like bittersweet catch twenty two with any social media. It's just like, I don't yes. want to fucking do this, but I really gotta. <laughs> yeah, I just like, took
2: like, a I just took a three month hi- hiatus from all social media. I actually wow. just came on last week from being off three oh, months. Man,
0: that must have been awesome.
2: It was, fra- oh, fra- was I it, got was jumbled it? there, but it was pretty fantastic. Fi-
0: pre- pretty freeing, I would assume.
2: Oh yeah, my mind was just like so clear. It really helped my. Because like, it's not, mental health gets triggered by so many things that we don't expect. Mm-hmm. It's very odd. Like the smallest thing can trigger something. And I've, and I've realized that, especially after taking this most recent hiatus, but like, I mean, especially with politics still being talked about, it just left and right, all these things that just like pop and a little trigger and then your mind starts going. And it's like, my mind would never silent, And mm-hmm. so or a notification comes in and I have to check it. And it's just I gotta like, check oh, it. yeah. yeah, I got to <laughs> check it. And I, it's just like so frustrating. So it was so peaceful to just have three months where I was just able to focus on, I mm-hmm. I put priority on myself and it was pretty good.
1: So how does that balance between, you know, being a mental health advocate with all of your, your whole brand around mental health and realizing that, when it comes to a business, you have to have these things, you have to have yeah. these tools. How do you balance that uh, and still try to promote mental health in the way that we're trying to right now?
2: Yeah. Um, that's the tricky part that I was trying to figure out. And the mm-hmm. reason I got off was because I realized how bad I was kind of starting to spiral. My depression was getting super bad recently and, uh, and my anxiety was amping up. And so I was journaling every day when I was off of social media about the, what it was benefiting me and what I missed from it. And so I think it's really about prioritizing being able, you're sure, you're sure to prioritize yourself. So I have like rules now, like I will not check my phone first thing in the morning. I don't need to sit there and check Instagram or anything. Yeah. I won't check it until like, maybe I'm on my lunch break at work. And I literally have nothing else to do. And I am just trying to like zone out. And then when I'm, in the car with my family if I'm in the passenger seat. I don't want to just be aimlessly scrolling. So mm. for disorderly, I have business hours. So yeah. I have my lunch time where I can focus, respond to messages, make a post, etc. Have some post engagement with other, you know, pages. And then in the evening, once my kids are in bed, is when I go back on the phone and then prioritize posting on my page or the business page or what have you because if i don't if i if i don't do that then i'm just being a hypocrite when i tell people mm. to prioritize themselves and their mental health when i'm yeah. not effectively taking those steps myself
1: and that seems like a really fine line to have to try to balance or even to try to figure out how to balance yes yeah well yep. more power to you like holy shit like and and i've done some like i've done detox before like i deleted facebook off my phone like i don't need it like at all and i yeah. just found myself going oh shit like i don't have, like i have so much more time i know i have I know. so much more time I, like, I <laughs> Yes. Yeah. like and then for me it's like you know what now that i have this time what are the things that i've wanted to do okay dive into studio work cool pulls yes, up uh, uh pulls up like a like a it, it tutorial on how to do something yep. on YouTube and then just fill my time with knowledge.
2: Knowledge, <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> Kind of like you're from the East coast for two seconds.
0: <laughs> Almost had it.
2: Almost had it. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and I mean, the thing about it too, which, which is there's a great aspect. I'm sorry if you hear my furnace, I'm in my basement and that thing just kicked on really loud. Um, oh. But there's a positive aspect to having a brand and being a safe space for people. And Mm -hmm. that is that I am consistently having conversation about mental health, but in retrospect, sometimes it is also very difficult when I am dealing with my own mental health and nobody is asking how I am. And so Mm -hmm. I'm dealing with my own insanity that I can't even figure out and help myself with, but I'm uplifting other people. And so it, it's it's tricky. it's really tricky because you know it's, it's no one's responsibility yeah. to help you and I'm also not reaching out. Right. <laughs> so it is, it's, it's like,
0: hard to charge somebody else's batteries when you're already at zero. Yes, no yeah absolutely. I mean from like I said when I was working in the in the mental health field, you know your job once you get once you get to work is you are told immediately in training like first day, whatever your problems are, you leave them at the door. And you aren't you aren't in this person's home to make them feel worse. You are here to help them, and and that's really difficult if you have problems yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, all right. Well, we got one more
1: question for you here before we move on to our next segment. If you had to give one bit of advice to somebody looking to start up a project like this, that you wish you had had when you were first starting out, what would it be?
2: It'll never be the right time. Just do it. Mm. It'll never. It'll never. There. There will always be a million reasons why you can't. But if there's one reason why you can, you should just give it your all.
0: That's awesome. I love that. That's absolutely awesome. true. And that. I mean, that's one of the things that we honestly hear very often. Mm-hmm. There's never the perfect time. There's never a right time. Just do it. And yeah, and you'll never have all the pieces in place. Like right, never, right, yeah. right. There's no and perfect say- scenario
2: exactly and failure is going to happen but you have to let that failure be a platform for which you can learn a lesson and do better yep. it doesn't mean that you yourself are one you just have to yeah. take it as a lesson
0: absolutely all right with that we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back for just a few bucks a month you can get new perks for things that we do uh, such as listening parties interviews discord access exclusive merch discounts and access to early announcements and a whole lot more and we'll continue to add things to it and for just a couple bucks a month you'll be helping us continue to do what we do full-time and continue to do more for up-and-coming bands help us shine more of a spotlight on more artists and we couldn't be more thankful for everything you guys do To help us continue doing this. So pop over to patreon.com slash unsigned pop punk and get signed up.
1: And we're back with a very special guest, Amanda Sweeney from Disorderly Clothing. Amanda, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here.
2: Thanks Mm for having
1: me. So the first first part of the podcast, however, extremely important, is over.
2: Very serious. we're we're,
1: We're done with that. Now we're about yeah. to get to some, like, absolute and utter bullshit.
0: <laughs> yes, this is – so this is our obscure question segment. Oh, okay. now we just – now we're at the point to where we just discuss any random thing that has ever come into our head while we're trying to come up with questions.
1: Oh, it's okay. – it literally takes a zero – like – zero like intention you know like like i don't want to say thought isn't given to it because we like to think about these ones but at the same time we like it's any thought there's
0: no
2: okay i get it i get it okay i'm excited you ready then (laughs) let's roll
0: okay so this is going to be a three-part question here um and this is all of the obscure question right here it's this this moment okay so there has been some sort of disaster this changed our world as we know it. Dun, dun, dun. So it's going to be like, let's say you, it's very walking dead style. I was going to say
2: like post-apocalyptic yes. type thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. So there's not a lot of people left and you are all alone.
2: Got it. All
0: right. So the first question in that, in that scenario. So you found an old iPod that has a battery life that cannot be depleted, but okay. only has room for five artist discographies. Who is on your iPod?
2: Dang it. I don't like this question. <laughs> oh, God. You don't okay. have to. You,
0: See, the thing is, is <laughs> I felt that this was very fair because you get the entire discography. Yeah.
1: And that's five artists. So, like, you could have Tool on there and never even, like, make it through right. their entire discography. And or Iron Maiden.
0: It's like 15. Okay. That's true. <laughs> just live CDs.
1: Though, so, if you do have Tool <laughs> on your iPod, we're going to fight.
2: Uh, i don't like tool good <laughs> or perfect I, circle or any like other little tiny project they've done I'm not a fan
0: <laughs> i like a couple of their songs i can get behind a couple of their songs
2: mm. they their music gives me anxiety but to well.
0: the,
2: yeah okay but let's get your answers <laughs> okay so uh paramore um I nice. like that
0: i appreciate yes. that that's a good one
2: yes i sing and she's my idol so pa- haley williams paramore um i'd have to say movements if you guys know who they are
0: i do yeah oh, oh
2: um two for two cute uh knots loose okay um blink probably mm-hmm. and oh my god this last one i, I why is it so hard because uh, we're putting you on the
0: spot it's definitely hard
2: yeah. okay knock loose movements and then honestly i'd probably put something like the, the cinematic orchestra i don't there know you, if you know
0: mm-hmm. but like I'm, i don't know
2: yeah so it's just uh <clears throat> they god they have really like deep music very instrumental based sure. um they're in a lot of like movies tv shows etc okay. that's like the, mu- the music, but yeah something mellow thoughtful
0: i go. would i would definitely I, I would have iron maiden on mine for certain That's and then okay. and then i'd say green day w- at least those okay those two because also first off i really enjoy those two bands like significantly um but also i love the fact that i that that is an exceptional amount of music with those I was two gonna, yeah bands. that
2: is a huge amount of music
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mxpx there you go mm.
1: <laughs> you want to know who would be my first choice yes matchbox 20
2: oh my god dude rob thomas is a god oh yes
1: (laughs) yes 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 Yes.
2: just mm. i can love him
1: and then my second artist would be rob thomas when he did his solo
2: career (laughs) when he went solo Dude, he. Uh, I saw Rob Thomas in concert. You fucking uh, did. And the open, yes. And the opener, opener, opener was One Republic before they were even big. Oh my god. Yeah, it was. It was great. I was sixteen. I was mm. drinking. It was a good time. Dude,
1: One Republic, like, I mean, Ryan Tedder still does a lot of writing, and he did like Songland, and like Ryan Tedder is still super into like the music industry yeah. right now. But like, I remember when One Republic was like the fucking pop band back when like yeah. pop music was still like a thing yeah. yeah and like
2: oh
0: dude
1: i i still listen to one republic
2: Th- yeah i like that oh. i like their old stuff yeah so, yeah
0: bear i i i've been sitting here thinking on this and holding on holding on to it for a second now that's fair and i want to go out go? of my way i want to go out of my way really quickly to ruin something for you i just oh. want you to know that all of that rob thomas you picked you don't get the fucking best one you don't get the Santana song.
2: Santana is the best one. Yes, He's you right. Do. It's the best
0: song. No, you don't because that is Santana featuring Rob featuring Thomas. Featuring
2: Rob Thomas, yeah.
0: I'm sorry, buddy. I, I know but, that. But
1: no, but that's part of his discography because he helped write the song. <clears throat> it's a Santana song, bud. I don't know. This is a
2: conflicting topic now.
1: now. Now I'm upset. Now I'm trying to figure out what defines... <laughs>
2: Yeah. Disco- like, like no, I got to know how I can fight
1: this. Yes, because <laughs> yeah. because if my third artist has to be Santana, it's
0: gonna be. You know, because I, mean? <laughs> yeah. I need that <laughs> to get that song. It's gonna. Yeah, be. it's
2: gonna be Santana. <laughs> That's so good. I hope oh, you man. like the
0: rest of Santana.
1: Oh, I do. <laughs> I I absolutely love Santana. Like, uh,
2: yeah,
1: it's nice. Fucking awesome. Like, one of the most <laughs> incredible musicians. Who like, he helped pioneer the idea of musicians being the leader of their band in, like, the early thousands. Now, like, we had, like, musicians and, like, big bands where, like, we had, like, you know, musician leaders because there were no vocalists. But, you know, because of Carlos Santana, you know how people like uh, Kenny Wayne Shepard, you know, you have people, uh, well, not because of Carlos Santana, but, like, like he helped bring that into the light and it's, it was fucking awesome with what he did. So,
2: yeah, fucking, I'll take Carlos
1: Santana. Hell yeah, let's go. Yeah, Santana's
2: <laughs> amazing. Can't knock him.
1: All right, next question. You found o- a turned over semi-truck filled with a lifetime supply of your favorite snack or dessert. What is it?
2: Oh, it's going to be a truck full of Takis. Takis. Yeah. All okay. right. My my thank me. <laughs>
0: hot Cheetos and Takis. I can't get enough of my hot Cheetos and Takis. That's it. That's all I'm I got. That's all I got. I that's all it. I remember. Wait, was that was that from something? Because if it yeah, was, it's a song. Dude, you don't know that, that
2: song? I don't, I don't know, know that, song that song either. But what? thank you for serenading I was me. grooving, yeah. But I don't oh know guys,
0: guys, I'm after good. this, okay, after this podcast, I'm telling you, first thing you do, you pop onto YouTube. And you look up hot Cheetos and Takis.
2: Okay. I'm going to do it.
1: But for a second, I just want you to understand that both mine and Amanda's. uh, I don't know.
0: You just came up on the spot and enjoyed that.
2: (laughs) I thought it was genius. Yeah. I was like, wow. (laughs) I wish I could
0: take the credit of like this, like this troop of like 13 year (laughs) old. Oh God. (laughs) It's, it is a, it's, it's, it's a, like a hip hop rap song of a bunch of like little kids and it's That's incredible
1: nice. nice oh god That's i love that. you i loved the early days of youtube all right pat take the last it's question. not
0: it's not even that old uh okay so last last question in your post-apocalyptic land you found three you found three options on your travels of places that you can live that have like any sort of entertainment but you only get to pick one of them So there's a place with a library still filled with all of their up-to-date books, a YMCA with a gym, sports stuff, and a pool, um, or a movie theater filled with movies. What do you pick? I'm
2: going to pick probably the movie theater because I feel like I can just vicariously live through said people and like imagine i'm like many mm-hmm. places and not be so sad and lonely yeah
1: speaking of a movie theater did you see that whole thing about leonardo dicaprio uh no got renting, renting out a movie theater to take his his uh girlfriend on a date
2: oh my god dope. He, Love him. yeah
1: okay but she broke up with him for it because he he rented out the entire movie theater and I, again i don't know if this is true or not i just thought it was funny as hell rented <laughs> out the entire movie theater um Took her with him to watch all of the Star Wars movies, and he ran around the theater with a lightsaber.
2: Are you joking?
1: Why would this you sounds, leave him?
2: This sounds like
0: de- the best person ever.
1: All I'm right. saying is, like, he dodged a fucking bullet the moment she broke up with him. Like, yeah. Wh-
2: uh, yeah. Okay. D- did you branching off of that? <laughs> there was a uh, something that I saw today: an article about how um, Leonardo took. Uh, was trying to force jonah hill to watch uh yes what was it
1: wasn't it star wars
2: is i think it was star it wars was, right i
1: think it was still star wars
2: yeah and people were like so <laughs> mad at it like making it seem like jonah hill was like totally dissing baby yoda and all he was just like i'm just not interested in watching this i'm sorry
0: <laughs> uh, that's sad for leo, leo man leo yeah. if you're out there Hit us Just, up, bro. We all three of us, right now. We will go yeah, watch we'll, this. We'll go movie. watch we'll, and we'll run pay around for it. lightsabers. Yeah, we'll I will, pay for I'll, it. I'll pay for you. I'll pay for yeah. your dinner. Yeah, Leo.
2: Yo, Leo, take me out to dinner. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo. Yo.
0: Leo. No, for real. That'd <laughs> be
2: dope. That'd be awesome
1: as fuck. And if he doesn't it come, works. we'll shoot for Ryan Reynolds. Okay.
2: <laughs> Second
1: best. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know. All right. <laughs> Are you ready for our next segment?
2: Yes. This is, awesome. this is
1: it. This is it. This is the last one. All right. I'm ready. Okay. This next segment is called rapid fire question segment. Right. Pat, do you want me to take it or you want to take it?
0: Normally you it, take it. And okay. Sure. You know, so for rapid fire questions, you are going to speak from the heart and shoot from the hip, right? Okay. Rapid there's no thought. You are literally, we're going to give you an option and you're going to answer it. Okay. Thoughtless. You ready? I'm ready. Thoughtless. All right. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Yes. Thank MTV you. or Fuse? MTV. PlayStation or Xbox?
2: PlayStation.
0: Thank you. Is a sweatshirt a sweater? No. And the, and that's coming from a clothing brand person, so. Yeah, no. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I agree.
2: I believe sweaters are knitted. Like an or like yes. yeah, no, a sweater
0: no. is a completely different it's article completely of clothing article than a sweatshirt. Yeah, I agree. Right. However, I hear people say, well, check out my sweater all the time. It's like, well, that's not a sweater. It's a sure. it's that's a hoodie. That's a hoodie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tom DeLong or Matt Skiba. Tom. Um, Guitar yeah. Hero or Rock Band?
2: Guitar Hero. Yep.
0: Final question. Newfound glory or simple plan?
2: Newfound glory. You're right. right.
0: Good job. You 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 pass. Yes. Did
1: it. Yes. Though I still I still say simple plan, but that's only because I'm a sad little
0: bitch at heart.
2: (laughs) Me too. I'm just I'm still just a big old emo kid.
0: Look, and once again, like I like simple plan. I I enjoy them, but I've said before that Simple Plan is to me has done nothing better than when they performed with the orchestra. That changed my life right there that was, that that was so amazing. good if you haven't watched this, it they posted it for free on youtube mm-hmm. as well and it is it's amazing
1: so good yeah, it's so good but here's amazing. the thing too
0: i also believe that it
1: that it it stems from who you heard first when you know what i mean yes i so think like, so
2: too because it's nostalgic like exactly right. so i got a simple you? plan i
1: got into simple plan from the soundtrack of cheaper by the dozen when i was a kid
2: <laughs> like, oh wow that, the, oh
1: yeah that's and i'm like that's it. That's fucking, this is, this is it.
2: <laughs> yeah. I remember I had a friend who I, I, I just thought she was so cool and she was older than me and me and her were hanging out in like this wicked, cool garage basement, like game room thing they had and newfound glory was playing. And I was like, mm. this is it. It's what that's I want it. to be. It's my yep. Aesthetic.
0: yep. And mm-hmm. that, that was the same thing. I remember sitting in my basement uh, in the basement of my, my mom's house and just listening to the self-titled album over and over and over again like yeah. just yeah. on repeat. Nope. It's still it's so it's
2: so And good. and I mean the same thing for me with blink. Um that's my all-time favorite band in the entire world. Um my mom and uncle went to high school with Travis and wow. um Travis was in the marching band with my uncle. And uh so I grew up because they grew up in the area they started doing you know backyard shows garage shows so my parents my mom had all the cassettes the original demo cassettes so when i was little i would throw those on in my garage and rollerblade for hours so from the ripe old age of like five up until adulthood they were my favorite
0: do you still have
1: them
2: (laughs) nope and i'm depressed as all hell because of it
0: see i yeah. i love i am happy to say that at least for blink 182 i came into the the blink 182 picture back at dude ranch mm. um, yeah i am like nothing is no there is no blink 182 better to me than dude ranch yeah um it, as much as i love travis barker i love travis barker but um that that album is blink 182 to to me absolutely
2: yeah absolutely yeah that's a great album and and um i met travis uh i got vip passes to a blink show and i got to like actually touch him and like be next to him and have a conversation and it was so just like life changing and that was when matt was in the band so it's just um it was just so cool mm. it was like life changing
0: well i I'm- i got to touch uh travis parker once as well he uh he what? he he was riding around uh at warp tour on his bike and he <laughs> and I bumped into him and oh, I was like who's Ravis Morgan? <laughs> like I, I got, was just I got to
1: touch Pat once. Yeah. Did you but sure. yeah. well we, we shared a bed. A oh that
2: sure. sounds intimate. Couple this time. is another segment called <laughs> Late Night Talks <laughs>
0: <laughs> afterthoughts. <just>, afterthoughts. After <laughs> hours. No, yeah. After thoughts. <laughs> uh um no to so pay
2: for that one th-
0: this just makes me think of like I, this is gonna go like on a an obscure uh, tangent tangent really quick but um so when i was in one of my first bands uh called and then i turned seven we we were wandering around new york city and as one does yeah i mean we were on we were on tour and we're like fuck it let's go into new york city because that was our lead singers like Favorite thing for so mm-hmm. he just we would just go walk around Times Square. I mean, it wasn't we didn't do anything other than just Not walk around Times Square. Idea. You didn't even go
1: to the M&M yeah. store?
0: They, I don't, I honestly, Stop. I don't remember if they even That's have the one. The whole
1: reason I even go to Times Square,
0: I, yeah, I don't go to Times Square, me
2: out. yeah, yeah, so
0: we're wandering, just wandering around, and then I think it was the Tonight Show, um, Dave Matthews came running out of the tonight show and now dave matthews was my lead singer dane's like golden god like okay. that was his like
2: he's holy shit! So. Right
0: and i remember so. i remember seeing the, like him run out and i'm like i was like hey guys this is Dave matthews and dane's like oh shit you know he's like freaking huh and i just i just go like dave matthews And he, like, looks at me, and I go running up to him. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, dang, Matthews, what's up? And he's like, oh, hey, hey, you know, hey, how are you guys doing? And I was like, I was like, I like you. You do some pretty good music, but my buddy over here, he fucking really likes you. Like, (laughs) could you say hi to him? (laughs) And he was just, like, pacing back and forth.
1: You realize that you were the person everyone hates
0: (laughs) at at that moment. I did it an even more inappropriate like one as well, which I don't feel bad about because it was a phenomenal moment but <laughs> are you, are you I do f- <laughs> I am going to yes <laughs> but I do kind of I do feel bad just because it was like just a dude just trying to like do his shit and not be bothered, you know mm-hmm. right so I was uh walking around the mall of America um <laughs> as one does As one, as does. one <laughs> does as one does with with my buddy Johnny. And he's a huge massive hockey fan. And as we're walking, I see some, I recognize, and I go, fucking Wayne Gretzky.
2: Oh my god. And he
0: turns and he's shopping with his family, you know. And I run <laughs> up like, oh to him. God. And I run up to him, I'm like, ah, like what's up, dude? Like, you <laughs> fucking hey. And I am like, Can I shake your hand? He's hey. like, Yeah, I'm like, cool. Thank you for hockey and um (laughs) oh my god because i didn't know what to say because it's the fucking oh shit that's not what i said it was more embarrassing i didn't say wayne gretzky i said great one are you serious (laughs) yeah i yelled great one and then i as i was running up i said fucking wayne gretzky and then (laughs) i thanked him for hockey and then I pulled my buddy up there, and I'm just like Johnny. This is he fucking he does hockey. You do hockey. I don't you really hockey but... friends.
2: <laughs> You're I'm the an, uh... ultimate wingman. Yeah, uh, you are clearly
0: <laughs> only sometimes. Because as Bear has seen, I am also very like nervous around people. It's very um, true. It's it for both of those instances. It was just like a fucking, I saw them and I screamed. Type thing, you know.
2: <laughs> and then there had to be action after that, because otherwise that's yep. just scary.
0: <laughs> otherwise it's just, ah,
1: and then you yeah. just keep going on exactly. with your day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dude, I have a famous meeting person story. I was a supervisor at Starbucks. I, I'm born and raised in California. And I was okay. a supervisor at a very popular Starbucks. And it's a crazy, crazy day. Our lobby is completely jam-packed. I'm working the line. I have to pee. I tell everybody, I'm like, hey, be right back. I got to go to the bathroom. Run over to our bathroom. We have a, men, a men's bathroom, women's. I go to go in the women's locked. I'm standing there for like three solid minutes. Still can't get in there. So I'm like, screw it. I'm going to go into the men's bathroom. And it's like a one person stall thing, right? So just, I'm going to go in there, close the door, run out. Uh, I'm knocking on the door. Cause like, there's nothing going on in there and no one's mm-hmm. tried to come in or out. And uh, the door swings open. And there's a petrified Drew Barrymore standing right there. And I'm like, holy shit, you're Drew Barrymore. And she's like, yes, I am. And she has a bunch of makeup in her hand. And she was doing her makeup in the men's restroom. She's like, that lady in there is like blowing it up. And I'm trying to get ready because I have to go to a screening in Palm Springs. And she's like, I was like, oh, yeah, it's totally fine. And I realized she didn't want anybody to see her. So I was very quiet. I told her I loved her. She gave me a hug. And then she like ducked out and left. I went to the bathroom and came back frozen. Like I was just standing there and I was like, what do I do now? Like I just hugged fucking Juban Barrymore. No one's ever going to believe this, that I ran into her in the men's restroom. Like of all places.
0: <laughs> That's amazing.
2: She'll never forget me. She can't.
1: It's impossible.
2: It's impossible.
0: <laughs> I I have That's one awesome. other really funny story that at least is funny to me. But so I used to have this uh, like kind of geek pop culture company called bang zoom kaboom and i basically sold like i just sold nerd culture stuff like pops funko pops and things like that yeah and i was at this convention where i had a booth um but jason momoa was there and i was huh? like it's the fucking aquaman i'm gonna go yeah. get his autograph you know i didn't care how if i had to pay the 80 bucks for jason momoa who was a gentleman i'll say Was he? oh yes and a um, scholar He's seriously, like, was a very fucking nice person. But as I'm waiting in line, right, um, this dude comes up to me and puts his arm around me. He's like, who are we waiting on? And I look, and if you, and it was uh, Will Friedel. And if you know who Will Friedel is, he's the older brother on A Boy Meets World. Yep. And he's, I'm like, oh, hey, <laughs> you're Will Friedel. And he's like, what's up? And I'm like. I was like, Hey, and I was like, um, I just, we're just waiting to see Aquaman. And he's like, nice. He's a good looking dude. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah. He's got muscles, you know? And so we're just, we're talking. He's like, I was like, you know, it sucks. Like I'm, I'm a vendor. I actually was wanted to go see you earlier because I wanted to tell you, um, I was like, I really didn't watch a lot of Boy Meets World, um, but I was a gigantic fan of this movie he did with Jennifer Love Hewitt called Trojan War, and now it is a super fucking obscure movie. I have it on VHS, two copies. Um, two copies, and um, he's like, and I just told him, I'm like, yeah, I just I I wanted to come see you, just so I could tell you, like. I fucking love this movie like so much. And he's like, huh, nice. So you were the one. What? (laughs) And I was like, what do you mean by that? He's like, oh, no one liked that movie. No one did. I'm like, dude, I rented that movie all the fucking time. All the time. That is so great. And he's like, well, shit, dude. He was like, well, fuck. He was nice to meet you. Like, do you, he's like, oh, it was cool to, like, see somebody that, like, actually, like, you know, something other in a Boy Meets World. I'm like, dude, fuck Boy Meets World, man. You're a Trojan War. That <laughs> well, That's Amanda, perfect. you did
1: it. You made it through the podcast. Yay! Congratulations. Here's Thank a cookie. You. <laughs>
2: Thank
1: you. <laughs> now, Pat and I are seriously thinking about trying to figure out a way to, like, deliver something. Like, to, pre- <laughs> to pre-plan, like either talk to like a spouse or like somebody's mom or like something where it's just like we'll like text them now is the time like here's the cookie and then like your mom just comes in oh my (laughs)
2: god and then you can do asmr of me like biting into it and
1: (laughs) And that's for our patreon (laughs) yeah (laughs) before you go we want to make sure that you plug your band uh well not band we always say band because we always have bands on here plug your brand Plug uh, Disorderly, plug yourself. Where can we find you? How do we support you? And uh, what we can do as listeners.
2: Awesome. Yeah. So uh, obviously we're on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok as Disorderly Clothing. Um, On each of those platforms, there is a link to our website, which is currently only a big cartel, but it is what it is. Um, On there, you'll also find some resources. If you're struggling with uh, any mental health issues, uh, substance abuse, uh, domestic violence, you name it, we have a ton of hours that they're open operation. Um, We have pre-orders more often than not. We will be dropping some new stuff in the coming weeks. And a portion of our proceeds go to charity. So it's not all all for naught. Um, But yeah, you can find us there, any platform. And uh, we're always a safe space. So don't hesitate to reach out.
1: All right. Thank you so much, Amanda. This has been another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go? A podcast about life in the music industry. They fucking That's see it. Next week. We'll see you next week. <laughs> we did it.